we live in a strange world right now. Honestly, really strange. Um, I remember beginning of this podcast 2016, or was it 2018? I don't even remember when I started it, honestly. Talking about how Facebook is going to be getting moolah and money because TV advertisers are going to realize that the real conversion happens on Facebook, right? That was 2018. 2019, 2020, we're starting to see these rise of the influencers and advertisers are realizing that if they really want to sell some stuff, hey, do it through these influencers. Their audience trusts them. Their audience knows that they only push stuff that they would possibly only use. And that's how you really push some products. So now the cat's out the bag, right? Companies know, especially the small upcoming ones, I'm talking about the $10 million, the $100 million in revenue, these, these small upcoming companies, they all know if they're a small business, they're a medium-sized business, they want to sell products. You got to do it through influencers. You got to do it through social media. Which brings us to today. The value of influencers is going astronomical. I mean, how many headlines of these TikTokers getting these multi-million dollar houses in um, LA to do their like team content together, you know, a bunch of TikTokers move together. How much articles do we need to see of that to realize something's going on? And of course we had the bombshell headline of Joe Rogan exclusively going to Spotify, bringing all his content there, signing a licensing deal deal for around a hundred million dollars plus. At least that's what the rumor saying. Absolutely astronomical numbers. So I think this is why this headline really surprises a lot of people. If you haven't heard recently, Joe Budden, former rapper turned radio personality, or I should say podcast personality, um, he two years ago signed an exclusive deal to bring his podcast exclusively to Spotify. He could still have his YouTube videos up, but all his podcasts was only available on Spotify. And as you know, Spotify is a bit different from, you know, the others, because if you want to listen to Spotify ad free, then you need to get Spotify premium. Pretty fair deal, right? You don't have Spotify premium. You hear ads after like every song. It gets pretty annoying. But Joe Budden went to Spotify and it seems to a lot of people that they threw the bag at him. I mean, we're talking about at least eight figures plus 10 mil. Um, he signed a lucrative deal, if you will. And it only made sense synergistically. He does a podcast that focuses around hip hop and hip hop themes and news and headlines and urban and black culture. Spotify, primarily a music app. I mean, his fans are going to transvert or transition from not only listening to podcasts, but also using a Spotify premium account to listen to music. I mean, it's it's a match made in heaven. Like when it comes to business, it doesn't get much of a more win-win to that. So when we saw the headline that Joe Budden is leaving Spotify in 2020 after two years of being Spotify with Spotify, I mean, we're all kind of confused, right? 
all kind of scratching our heads, right? We're like, we know they were going to offer you the bag, but like, what could have possibly went and happened in these negotiations where all of a sudden you, Joe Budden, do not want to sign back with Spotify? I mean, Charlemagne the God, other famous radio personality, did a whole post about it. It was the talk of a lot of different podcasts, you know, obviously him being in the podcast world and a lot of different news headlines. Everybody's kind of scratching their head. What is going on? So then Joe Budden puts out, you know, a podcast piece along, you know, he's chopped up his podcast into like two different segments, one going at Charlemagne the God, another one just saying why he left Spotify. And he kind of went on a rant and really talked about the business industry and what's going on here. Joe Budden says he has hit targets and he doesn't feel like he's compensated fairly for targets. They want you to get this many listens. He feels he got it. They want you to get this much downloads, he feels like he got it. They want this much attention, he feels like he got it. But he doesn't feel like his contract that they were offering when it came to, you know, his contract, two-year contracts over, when it came to renegotiating the new contract, he doesn't feel like Spotify was truly offering the amount of money that his podcast was worth. My thoughts on everything. I think one of the interesting things about being a CEO of a company is the way you're compensated. You see, we live in a world of income tax. You know, the income tax starts ratcheting and ratcheting it up. But when you look at CEO and executive compensation, you know, all the senior executives, all the C-suite level executives, even a lot of the senior VPs, right? When you start to look at how they're compensated, salary is one thing. But stock options? Oh my goodness. They get stock options out the wazoo. I mean, most of these people make most of their money through stock options. The company stock hits a certain level and cha-ching, it is raining cats and dogs in your bank account. Equity, baby. Give me that ownership. The great thing about stock options and owning stocks and companies, you're taxed so much more favorably. So much more favorably. Only 50% of your earnings is actually subject to tax. I mean, the first 50% is tax free, and the second 50% is like basically when it comes down to it, you're only getting taxed like 20% on your money in total. I mean, like, like you're only paying like a 20% tax. It's, it's amazing. It's like God's gift to the billionaires, right? So the one thing that I saw in Joe Budden's, you know, biggest critique of the deal he was signing was they weren't offering any stocks or stock options, which is insane when I start to really think about it. Like, think about this, right? When Joe Budden went to Spotify in 2018, Spotify stock price was around 120, let's see here. Uh, let's get you an accurate number. 
it was around like 129-ish, around that time, 129-ish. Market cap around 20 billion. Market cap's like 44 billion now. Stock price is 250. Which essentially means Spotify is worth 85% more this year than it was last year. 85% more. 85% like like are you hearing this? 85% more? Imagine if Joe Budden has stock options. If he had a contract where he was getting paid 5 million in income in salary and 5 million in stock not only stock but stock options where like if the stock price hits a certain threshold then you're it like ratchets up how much you make i mean my god we're talking about double the income that he would be supposed to be getting right we're, we're, we're talking about some serious guap right like it's one thing to have stock on you know your investment you know where it's like you just get the stock appreciation but to have stock options where they incorporate that risk amount into there, so you get a little additional bump. I think we're seeing where Joe's critique is, you know? And we're entering a world where artists and influencers are starting to understand their worth more. You know, before we used to have those Maybelline commercials where, you know, artists would do now we got Kylie Jenner with a billion-dollar makeup line. I mean, why be in the makeup commercial when you can own the makeup and come out with the billions of dollars? It just makes sense. The name of the game is ownership. And I think a lot of these people are starting to realize that the money is in the stock, the money is in the equity, and that's how you really cash out in a deal. If you're thinking you're going to bring real value to a company, you're going to actually grow that brand. It's very important to get out just the salary. And Joe Budden, although he probably left a $10 million deal on the table, if he really feels like his podcast is worth as much as he thinks it is, whether it's another company like Tidal or maybe even Apple wants a boost off of his listeners, I think he's going to be doing just fine from leaving the table. And I'm very curious on why someone as seasoned as him wouldn't take a deal that has equity in it in the first place. I think we're seeing a new generation of artists that are going to come up that are going to be very savvy on the deals that they take, especially when they come from a place of leverage. Joe Budden has stated that he can make around $4 million from just touring? Tour dates? I heard those numbers. I'm like, how does that make sense? Podcast touring makes that much money? Like, like what are we even talking about right now? Like, well, like, let's run those numbers again. I need to see those numbers. Ticket sales doing this? Merch is doing this? Let me see. I need to see these numbers. That's insanity. But I think as more of these artists sign these deals and these deals become the norm of ownership in the actual deal, 
I think we're going to see a lot more of these artists on the Forbes list. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. But let me know what you think. Would you take a $10 million deal or would you fight for that equity? I mean, when we're talking about eight figures, does it really, do you really need equity? Are you selling yourself short? Let me know if you agree with Joe Button's decision to leave or are you on the side that he just does not know business at all and he really needs to learn what a contract actually is? Let me know on Twitter. It's at Flystew on Twitter and we, Flight Crew, we have to take off. See you next time.